cliffcentral.com. I mean, George has been on hold for like three hours, but here he is. George Hi. Mooney. Sorry, George. We Sorry, kept... Yeah, we kept you waiting, That's George. Fine. How's it going, man? Yeah, good and you. How's, yeah. uh, 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 how's the three-hour discussion I've been waiting and listening to? It's, it's, good, it's good shit, though, right? I mean, this hasn't been boring. I, mean, I find myself uh, really involved in all of this conversation today. Yeah, I've been sitting here, uh, sitting here listening. Before I even entered the studio, I was listening before that. And yeah. uh, it's very interesting set of topics. So, George, what do you think, first of all, of the fact that the taxi people aren't going to follow Arto? Well, uh, I saw you picked up on that, Gareth, because it was one of the things that I was gonna mm. I was gonna bring up this morning, and that is, uh, um, they say they won't uh, um, they won't follow the rules. Now, yeah. you were talking about taxis and whether people like them or dislike them. Yeah. Uh, you know, many years ago, I used to dislike taxis on the road because of their rule breaking and their cutting in in front of you. But think about taxis in the following way. There are 16, sometimes 32 people inside that taxi. If every person yeah. had a car inside that taxi, you would be gridlocked anyway. Yeah. Mm. So this, the, the sheer scale of the number of people that they carry around means give them a break. Let them into traffic because <clears throat> you would have 16 cars in front of you if it wasn't for that taxi. You know how people, yeah. you know who people, how people who um, run their own businesses, they always say, "Oh, I should have more votes because I employ X number of people." By the same logic, if a taxi has sixteen people in it, they are doing more for the economy than you are in your car with one, right? True. So, and the environment. And and for the so actually, you make a very valid point. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I think I think give them a break. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it's it's not the taxi drivers that are in control of that industry. No, it's the taxi bosses that mm. are in control of that. Industry. Right. So, give the taxi driver a break. He's actually, yeah. you know, they, they actually earn very little for what they do. Are there are there taxis who operate independently without being affiliated or have, having a boss? I'm sure they are, uh, Leanne, but uh, I think they're few and far between because you have to belong to, uh, you know, their associations. Yeah, there mm. are those. Those people are called. Sorry. Yeah. Um, hang on. There are those people. They're called Uber drivers. <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's them. <laughs> uh, well, uh, the first uh, the first story I have is just down your alley, uh, Gareth. Nothing to do with taxis, but maybe maybe oh. to do with air tax. Suit you, is, uh, suit you down your alley, sir. Oh. Sorry. A Slovakian company by the name of Klein Vision has uh, um, done its first inner city flight in a EV toll, which is a flying car. It's not vertical and, and, and uh, it's not a vertical takeoff. It, it, it needs a runway, but um, it is called the Air Car, um, built yes. by the Slovakian company. Yes, I love air cars. Tell me more. Sure. And uh, um, it flew from uh, a place called Nitra and landed 35 minutes later in a, in a place in uh, Slovakia called Bratislava. Oh, yeah, yes. that's the capital city. Uh, mm -hmm. yes. Very nice place. Yeah. All right. Um, never been there, Mbolelo. So, uh, oh, you know, Mbolelo's uh, been uh, everywhere. So he'll. Oh. Uh, I, I, my ex girlfriend <laughs> is Slovakian. No, my ex girlfriend oh. is Slovakian. That's how I've been to Bratislava. Great place. Oh. And the. Oh. 
All right. Everyone there, George, is as good looking as you are. Oh, thanks. Are there, are there long enough um, streets to do these landings on in these cars? <laughs> I don't, uh, you know what? I'll be honest. My girlfriend was better looking than me. I was looking at her the whole time. I, I didn't mm. really look at the... Yeah, she was too good for me at the time. Okay. No, so it's still the runway, Leanne. Um, and, uh, oh, and right. They've, uh, they've had a series of prototypes. He's been working on this thing for 30 years, Gareth. 30 years. You know what? That's I, I just I, this is where I'm blown away by human ingenuity. The guy's been at it for thirty years, and he gets to test it, and it gets like two minutes on our show, and people go, "Oh, oh that's nice. That's a great thing." You know, this is this is not some this is not some idiot tinkering to figure out a new video game, which millions of people will play. He's genuinely advancing human civilization. Good for him. Good for him, exactly. So he's got about forty air hours, and yeah. uh, he's landed and, ta- and, and taken off, taken off and landed one hundred and forty-two times mm. uh, with this uh, air car. And, George, uh, at the moment it does. I just want to be a billionaire, not so that I can um, I can have a huge bank balance. It's so that I can just give this guy like a couple of hundred million to, to advance it even further and to, and to get a bunch of other people on his team. And then I can buy the first car that they make and I'll fly that thing around. I don't care if it's dangerous, bring it on. Yeah, exactly. Well, this has a ballistic parachute, uh, Gareth. So, uh, you know, if you're more than 300 feet off the ground, you can pull the ballistic chute and uh, you can go floating down on a parachute. So there's, uh, there's a fail safe backup. Magic. Magic stuff. Um, so I didn't know this, but the Italian airport, uh, Bologna, I don't even know how to say that. Bologna. 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 There we go. Oh, like, like spaghetti bolognese. Oh, because um, yeah. it comes from there. Or lasagna. Yes. But there we go. Um, uh, they use um, what's called a chase car or a follow me car on yes. their runways. And that is to guide the aeroplanes from the end of the runway to its parking spot. Hmm. Well, can't they see? And, uh, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, uh, it's a show and uh, it's something that they, uh, they do for the, for, the, for the spectacle. And the reason I say ah. that is because they um, have just bought a brand new Lamborghini Hurricane to escort the aeroplanes off the runway. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Isn't Italy isn't saying that poor Lamborghinis like please can I just live my best life and go fast? But but they do. Um George, don't they also have a police like a certain division of the police, the traffic police force that have these uh, Ferraris and Lamborghinis and these supercars, right? Oh. Yes, very much like uh, very much like Dubai. So right. uh I right. you know, it, I, I've never been to Italy, from, but from the, 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 the pictures and the, and the stuff I've seen on the internet, um, it doesn't look like those streets are, are made for sports cars. It's not like they have an autobahn. Uh, maybe they've got some highways around mm. the edges. but uh, Old uh, and decrepit, George. You, you're not missing anything. Old. Italy is old and breaking down, and they don't pay taxes. It's old and, <laughs> and breaking uh, down. Old stone roads. And, yeah. uh, you know, so, so, so maybe, the, maybe the runway is the best place for that Lamborghini. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe it does. Like maybe it has an hour's playtime, like a dog. <laughs> Every day, it can just go up and down the runways. George, well, <clears throat> you know, you every Friday when we talk to you, you're either in an airplane hangar or you're inside a car or you're driving down the highway or there's always something going on. So, Treasure, uh, who is who's one of our listeners, wants to know where are you this morning? 
Ah, oh, good question. I was wondering when someone was going to yeah, ask. Because I don't recognize um, any of your surroundings. You're not in your study. Looks like you're almost, no. are you in a hotel? I'm in a guest house. Ah. Um, ah. I'm in a guest house in none other than Bloemfontein. How did you get to oh, travel? Wow. How did you, did you write yourself a letter as the CEO of Auto Trader and that says <laughs> that, you're, that you're allowed to travel for leisure? Is that what you did? You broke the rules. No, no. I actually came down here pre-lockdown oh. uh, to visit my folks. Okay. And uh, um, and during my visit to my folks, uh, mm. uh, our president locked us mm. down. So so I have a legitimate reason to yeah. go home. Right. Are you allowed to? Yeah, you... Are you allowed to leave the free state ever again? That's <laughs> a good question, but I do I do have an affidavit with me in the car oh, that George don't uh, lie. You're, that, you're just like the taxi industry. You make your own rules, George. We don't mind. I promise. He's, he's got exactly. the stationery making kit with stamps yes. and everything. But he just I mean, like he he can I'm type up he can he can print something on his own laptop that says the you know George Meany, an employee of Auto Trader, is needs to be in Bloemfontein for business, and he can sign it George Meany, and they won't even question it, right? I mean, you, I can do that for Cliff Central. You can. Well, you know what? When I went when I went to the police station to get this affidavit stamped to cross the Gauteng border today, hmm. um, uh, the the policeman said to me, "Where did you get this form?" Yeah, I said to him, "The um, government website." Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I mean, it's a genuine form. Yes, it's, but it's one that you have. To this make. is this is the uh, free state where Ace Mahashule paid someone five or six million rand to do a website because they'd never heard of websites in the free state before. <laughs> we, are, we are talking about a very backward place, George. Well, I mean, when you drive, yeah, it is. Uh, uh, there are vast amounts of. Of of open barren land that you uh, you have to cross, and mm. and I wonder how the internet even crosses those areas. Tell um, me, since you're in Bloemfontein, I'm always fascinated by one thing about the Free State that people who've never been there don't realize is how absolutely bone achingly cold it can get in the middle of winter. The worst it is ever the worst cold. Yeah, yeah. It, it is minus two here in the morning. <sighs> minus two. It feels like minus two hundred. <sighs> it is cold. It is very cold. And it's a dry cold. It's it's not like, um, you know, Burlelo, you, you've been in snow and you know what that's like. And if if the sun is shining in the snow, it actually feels quite nice. It's it's temperate and lovely. Mm -hmm. But in Bloemfontein, early, early, early oh. in the morning when there is no moisture in the air at all <laughs> and it is, it climbs into you, man. You can feel it in your oh. teeth. Let me tell you a traumatic story is um, if, you, if you played rugby in a, at, a, at a boys school and there, there's a really famous trip that we all do on the train to go and play great bloom. That is the most excruciating thing. <laughs> and you get there, you get there and there's little seven year olds as you are freezing in about 10 layers. They are cold foot yeah. and they are just flattening every other school. <laughs> and no shoes. <laughs> and I lost all foot. Well, yeah. Because they grew up, yeah. That's, George, uh, did, that's you, did you grow up in Bloom? No, I didn't. I actually grew up half my life in Cape Town. Um, mm. um, my parents uh, run the uh, drug rehabilitation center in mm. Nopeworth, So See, I was. Which is about. Oh. I was Why going did you to, have to put rehabilitation net behind that? Yeah, Otherwise, it would have been so cool. You've ruined Leanne's morning. She hates rehabilitation centers. But, George, I was going to give you a compliment. I was going to say, that's why you're so tough if you'd grown up in Bloemfontein. Uh, but you took it away from uh, me. 
All right. What else do you have for us? What else do you have for us this morning? Well, um, I've got one more story, but before I go there, I drove down here with my electric car. Oh, Oh. yes. And uh, um, I must tell you, it was an experience when I left Joburg pre-lockdown. Um, just putting that out there. When I left Joburg pre-lockdown, <laughs> um, I was honestly a little bit nervous because yeah, where do you charge it in Bloom? Well, you don't. You drive to Kronstadt. That's the first charging point, and then uh, um, and then the second charging point is at the Windmill Casino down the road. Yes. Um, where you can charge uh, charge the car. I charged it there last night, so it's fully charged, ready to go this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next charge point is in Colesburg at that big engine garage. They've got a very cool little place on the side that uh, that you can charge the car. How long does it so, take you? How long does it take you to charge the car? Well, th- this is th- this is the thing that I found. I found out two things on my trip. The first thing I found out was that. Uh, the 30 kilowatt charger in Kronstadt, I had to sit there for an hour and 45 minutes, hmm. which was well. At least long. at the windmill, you can you can play the slot machines while you're waiting. <laughs> Not yeah. on the lockdown, but yeah. The second uh, the the second charger, which here in Bloemfontein is a 60 kilowatt charger. That's pretty quick. That uh, uh, you sit for an hour or less, depending on what charge the car in, like you know what at what state the car uh, is at when you get here. But that's not the important part. The important part is I've, I thought I knew a lot about electric cars. Mm. Um, I found out that there's an inverse relationship between an electric car and an internal combustion engine in the following way. With an internal combustion engine, highway driving, it is more fuel efficient. Mm. With an electric car, highway driving is less energy efficient really okay so with the i-pace that i have um uh, the car generally in an urban cycle does 400 kilometers on a charge on with highway driving doing 120 k's an hour i got 300 kilometers Hmm. on a charge interesting you see you only know these things that is experienced that is because the car has to use more energy to push through the air uh, uh, you, 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 when you're driving slowly, you use less energy because you don't have to push the, push the, push the wind air. resistance. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Hmm. But that's, it that's didn't 25% difference, George. I mean, that's a massive exactly. factor. Yeah, yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so, 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 it's, a, it's that's quite an important consideration because you think your car can do 400 Ks, hmm. but when you're doing 120 Ks an hour, uh, you can lose 20 to 25%. Um, and then if you get a strong headwind, that 25% is going to go up. Sure. All right. Well, you see, this is, this is the first bit of, of um, not extremely enthusiastic positive news you've given us about electric cars. And I'm, I'm glad because people were saying, oh, George is such a, an electric car fan. He's just a fanboy. He doesn't give us you know, any of this. The, cool. So this is, this is some honesty. All those people who had a problem with George talking about electric cars, like the taxi industry said, he's just told you the truth about you know consumption on the highways. There we go. That's why. That's why we have you and on. Very, very, very lastly, Gareth, uh, uh, um, the no South African zero uh, zero drinking and driving regulation is only now set to come into effect in 2022. Hmm. That's because uh, that's but, when we will be able to buy alcohol again. Yes. <laughs> <correct>. <laughs> 
But uh, there have been some uh, delays and uh, the Department of Transport thought they could get this bill through Parliament uh, quickly and uh, uh, it be in place by 1 July, but uh, it's not looking like it's it's happening. Um, and they're battling to get the bill through. Um, and there's, there's quite a few organizations and associations uh, uh, pushing against this law um, or this bill. So it looks like it's only going to come into effect mid next year. Hmm. I can't believe we're already at four minutes past eight. It feels like we just started the show. So it's obviously been a, a busy morning. I hope that we, you know, managed to get everything in. We've, we've still got loads of stuff that we wanted to talk about. We'll have to save for Monday. George, thank you very much for being on the show this morning. Yeah. Uh, most especially, thank you for listening I, I, to us. I have to go because I, I've got to go because I'm just going to drink and drive while I can. Yes, good idea. <laughs> Well done, Leanne. And you'll end up at George's parents' uh, rehab center. That's where you're going to go. All right. Cliffcentral.com.